Welcome to the Tanakh Podcast. Today, Yirmiyahu Perek Zayin, Jeremiah chapter 7. Today we join Yirmiyahu at the entrance to the temple in one of the most famous scenes in uh, Sefer Yirmiyahu, uh, where God turns around to him and says, Amod Bashar Beit Hashem, stand at the entrance to the temple and say, Shimud Hashem kol Hashem. Listen to the words of God, all of you from Yehuda who come here to bow to God. And what, what, what's his message? His message is, um, it would appear that there are lots of people who are unwilling to even contemplate the idea that Jerusalem could be destroyed, and let alone Jerusalem, the temple itself. They say this is God's temple, and God will never, ever destroy his own um, abode. And um, it's interesting where they get this theology from. Where do they imagine that God won't destroy his own temple? Many people assume that this is the fallout or this is the effect of the great victory in the time of Chizkiyahu. Um, in the time of Chizkiyahu HaMelech, there was uh, an attack by the Assyrians. The Assyrians went and decimated 46 walled cities all around Yehuda. And then came with uh, hundreds of thousands of soldiers to besiege Jerusalem. And suddenly, through some freak plague or, or, or freak uh, event, they decided to pull back and to call off the siege. And uh, as Adzishayahu as had predicted, there would be no war. The Assyrians just backed off. And maybe this gave people the sense that Jerusalem was invincible, that there was an invisible hand, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu was protecting his own city, and that no harm could befall the city. Yirmiyahu here is uh, trying to burst that bubble. He's trying to, um, you know, smash that, that sacred cow, that myth. And he says, Kim heitiv titivu darakachem malalechem. If you improve your actions, if you practice justice between one another, and this is what he says, don't oppress the people at the margins of society, the stranger, the orphan, the widow, the people who have nobody to look after them, the people who aren't natural landowners, the people who are vulnerable. If if there's no murder taking place in this place. And if you don't follow idols, he's, he's going to go through all of the Ten Commandments. If you look at verse 9, Do you think you can steal and kill and commit adultery and swear falsely and offer up to the Baal and follow other gods? And then you come to this house and you say, Nitzalnu, we're safe. 
what Yirmiyahu's really attacking here is this sense of religion as a safe house, that as long as you do certain religious rituals, it will keep you safe. He says, this has become a, a sort of a den of iniquity. And then he tells us the, 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 the most wonderful um, lesson. Verse 12. He says, go, go take a trip. Go take a field trip. Go to Shiloh, the town of Shiloh, in the tribe of Binyamin, where originally the Mishkan stood. If you recall the story of Shiloh, there was a story, it's right at the beginning of Shmuel Aleph, where we have uh, priests in Shiloh who are, who are corrupt. And the priests there are, are, are just serving themselves. They're not really serving God. They're bringing the sacrifices, but uh, they're using the whole temple as a means in order to get rich on their own and to have their own way. And he says, Go to Shiloh and see as see what I did to Shiloh because of the evil of my people. And therefore, don't imagine that just because this is the temple of God, that it is immune. It's not immune. I've I've already destroyed one of my temples. I can destroy another one. And he says, and another precedent, look what I did to the Northern Kingdom. Look how the 10 tribes went into exile. If you don't change your ways, then none of this temple is going to be a source of protection for you. Things reach such an extreme point in uh, this Perek that we see in Pasuk Tet Zion that God forbids Jeremiah from praying. Don't pray on behalf of this people. Don't, don't, don't offer up any any prayers for them, because I'm not going to listen to you, says God. And he goes and spells out all of the terrible idolatries that they're doing. And indeed, we find Pasuk Chavav, just like God says he won't listen to Yirmiyahu, after Yirmiyahu has passed on all this information, in Pasuk Chavav, Yumiao says, V'lo They didn't listen to me. They didn't even incline their ear. They hardened their necks, right? They did worse than earlier generations. And he says, um, This generation won't listen to God. You, you simply cannot trust, you cannot trust this generation. They're completely uh, not worthy of trust. And the chapter ends with the terrible uh, line that God promises that as a result of this, I will therefore cut off from the cities of Yehuda and from the squares of Jerusalem, Kol Sason, Vakol Simcha, Kol Chatan, Vakol Chala, Kilechorba, Tiye Haaretz. There won't be any more sound of rejoicing, no sound of Chatan and Kala. Of course, when we celebrate weddings nowadays, we sing the opposite of this. But 
This is saying everything's going to be destroyed. There won't be any more weddings. There won't be any more children born. There won't be any more houses built because everything is going to be nothing but destruction.